welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of The Morning Rush, which you can catch from 6 to 9 every weekday morning at hitthatline.com, where you can also find some great content like articles, videos, and podcasts as well. So be sure to check it out. It's going to be a fun podcast today. Today, we're going to discuss some comparisons between Chad Morris and Gus Malzahn, their friendship, and how Arkansas can maybe look forward to something. I know that's not easy right now, but look forward to something. We'll also get into the fact that the 2019 schedule has been released for the Razorback football team. Ugh. We'll, we'll get to that as well. And also your tweets and voicemails we will get to as well. But before we do get into all that, we all love going out and having a good time at a sporting event or at a concert or any type of event like that. And with Vivid Seats, you can attend the concert show or sporting event of your choice at a great price. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all of the live events that you want to go to. And you can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice. To make things even better, Vivid Seats is giving listeners an exclusive promo code for $20 off, $200 or more to save even more money. You can't get a better deal than that. So go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On for $20 off orders, $200 or more. For every purchase, it is backed by 100% guarantee, and that's the most important thing. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and enter promo code Locked On for $20 off orders of $200 or more. Make a memory that lasts a lifetime and let Vivid Seats help you get to your favorite live event. So Gus Malzahn and Chad Morris are meeting up this weekend for the very first time. Isn't that something? Isn't it crazy? The friendship, the comparisons, the fact that Gus Malzahn's kind of the godfather of the hurry-up, no-huddle offense or the RPO offense, and Chad Morris was the Texas high school version of Gus Malzahn when it came to that philosophy. And the only difference is is that Gus Malzahn had a little uh, head in the game when it came to making his college career impact in a major way. But we've all heard the stories. We all know exactly what we're going to be looking at between these two teams, where they're at right now, and these two coaches, and how comparable they can be as far as philosophies go. But here's the thing. In the SEC West, folks, friendships are one thing, but when it comes down to on the field, there are no friendships. They're just enemies. And Gus Malzahn, if he has an opportunity to do so, he is going to run up the score in a big-time way against Arkansas even if Chad Morris is a friend of his. Auburn has scored 108 points in the past two games on Arkansas. Think about that. 108 points against the Hawks. And the past two years, the teams have been better for Arkansas. Well, certainly doesn't look that way this year. So there's going to be a lot of problems in this game, and I don't think anybody's even giving Arkansas the idea or the thought that they could actually win this game. So what can you look forward to? Why would you even watch this game? Why would you even care between the fact that Arkansas is just so bad right now? It seems like the program's in disarray. You got Ty Story starting at quarterback, so maybe that's something you look forward to. Not expecting much, but at least it's something. But the one thing that I think that most fans can at least find some type of appreciation, some type of reason to look at this game specifically is to look at Auburn. Not Arkansas. Look at Auburn. Look at that team. 
Look at that program. Look at what they've done under Gus Malzahn and what they've been able to accomplish. I'd say that Gus Malzahn overall has done a pretty dadgum good job at Auburn. Not to the level that they want. He hasn't won a national championship, but he has beaten Alabama a couple times. He's beaten Georgia a couple times. Played in the SEC title game last year. Has a really good team this year, even though I know they lost to LSU over the weekend. But they're still a really good team with a really good offense and a solid defense up front. And the reason that I want you all to look at them is because that team is going to be what Chad Morris wants. That style, that philosophy, that culture, that everything is what Chad Morris wants to accomplish at Arkansas. Now, at this point in time, you will take that all day long. Some people may not want to hear it, but you'll take it. You would take Auburn's program right now. You would. I would. I mean, who wouldn't? The fact that they've been able to be competitive in these games for so long has been just nothing short of impressive. So, of course, you would take those games. Of course, you would take a team like Auburn and put it into Arkansas and say, yes, we have success. And I think that that's probably the most fascinating thing about all of that is just the offensive philosophy that both coaches run is basically the same. That's why they've, they've been such good friends. That's why they've always been so close and they've drawn up plays. Some people have even said that when it comes to the mastermind of the offense itself, Chad Morris is much better at it than Gus Malzahn. Now, we're not seeing it right now, but that's at least what experts, quote-unquote, have said. So you got to take them for their word, at least at this point in time. We'll wait and see if it actually happens. But that's what, that's what Chad Morris wants, is what Auburn has. And I think that's a very feasible thing. Now, the only thing that you got to look at is Auburn's going to get better players. Plain and simple. They're going to get NFL caliber players year in and year out. They're going to have top 10 recruiting classes year in and year out. They're going to have more money to pay out bigger assistant coaches year in and year out. It's just the fact of the matter, and we're being honest about it. So if you're a Razorback fan, what solace can you take in that then? Knowing that, okay, you want to look like that, but that's not feasible. That's not even cool. Like You can't do that. You can't get those players. And even when they have those players, they usually have, I mean, they have a decent year. Sometimes they blow games like some people felt like they did against LSU this past weekend. But people are going to say, okay, what, well, how is that something to look forward to if we can't get those players? Well, what you're hoping, and this is all speculatory, but what you're hoping is that Arkansas with Chad Morris can be a better program, a healthier program, more stable program, and adding into the fact that Chad Morris is a better coach than Malzahn. Now, people are probably freaking out right now. I'm not saying that's for sure happening. I'm not saying that's what's going on. I'm not saying that that may ever happen. Because if you're comparing the resumes right now, there is no question, if fans butts about it, that Gus Malzahn is a much better coach than Chad Morris. For right now, Chad Morris can prove himself. But that's where your hope has to lie if you're a Razorback fan that you want the comparisons to be drawn to Auburn, but you want to have a better coach than what Auburn has because you're not going to get the players. That's what makes a place like Arkansas successful and win those years. And we always draw comparisons to Petrino, and people are sick and tired, but 
it's valid in this reason. And the fact that Petrino was a better coach, a better offensive mind than the coaches that he went up against. Plain and simple. And that's how he was able to overcome and beat some of these teams that had much better recruiting classes, much more high-end NFL talent, is because he was an offensive mastermind. And he was basically saying that, ah, whatever you do and whatever you think you have going for you, I got something better. And as a Razorback fan, you said, you know what? Les Miles may have more talent. Urban Meyer may have more talent. All these other coaches in the SEC may have more talent, with the exception of a few. I know they didn't beat a lot of those teams. But as a Razorback fan, you at least felt like my coach is smarter than your coach. My coach is better than your coach. And regardless of talent, we're going to be in the games because of who our coach is. And that's what you hope to get out of Chad Morris. You hope to have that same thing. You hope that when you go up against teams like LSU with Ed Orgeron, teams like Mississippi State with Joe Moore, teams like Missouri with Barry Odom, teams like Auburn with Gus Malzahn, what you're hoping is in the next three or four years, you're going to say, we may not have that five-star quarterback. We may not have this all-around world-beating eight of the 11 defensive players going into the NFL type of defense. We may not have any of that, but what we do have is we have a better coach. We have a coach that's going to be able to put our players in better positions to win, who put in the work in the film room, who come up with game plans to beat you. You have the talent, but we have the brains. That's what you're hoping you can get out of Chad Morris. Now, whether or not that actually happens, whether or not that actually comes to fruition, Yet to be determined. Not really off to a good start, mind you. But the Auburn program is a good way to look over at what they're trying to do and understand what Chad Morris is trying to do, what he wants to do. But you want to be better than that. You're going to have to be better than that because the talent is not going to come with it. Auburn's going to have more talent. It's a matter of can Chad Morris be a better coach, be a better mind, put in more work, more effort, have great leadership on his team have great assistance, have all of that. It's a rough go right now, and it's tough to be excited about anything. I get it. But when you look at the whole grand scheme of things, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to do. And that's what you hope you get out of Chad Morris. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice, and it's usually, what team to bet on this week? Well, don't take my advice on betting on the Razorbacks because I've been wrong this whole time, so probably not that. But the thing is, since I don't know who the Razorbacks, if they're going to win, actually I do, I know they're going to lose, but any other team, I don't know. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with, and that's why I always tell people to go to bet with my bookie because, trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, and they have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend this to you guys because I love you, and I want to see you make a lot of money, a lot more money than me. So I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie because when you win, they pay. They have in-game live betting over-unders on fantasy points scored and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. So here's the thing. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern time, 
6 p.m. Central Time, they'll give you an additional $25 free play on deposits over $100. So join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE25 to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget the promo code ONCOLLEGE25 when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until 7 p.m., Get the extra $25 for free by playing by using the promo code on college 25. Simple as that. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait till after dinner and take the extra money. You play, you win, you get paid with my bookie. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, moving on to the next segment of the podcast. Arkansas football has released their 2019 football schedule. Woohoo! Sweet. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but my goodness, this schedule just sucks. So check this out. The, 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 I know what I mean sucks. It's, I'm talking about the, the lack of competitiveness, especially in their home game. So just to give you a rundown, I'll give you my reactions. August 31st, you kick off the season against Portland State. Okay. Then the next weekend, you travel to Ole Miss very early. Your first SEC game against Ole Miss. Hadn't seen that in a long time, but that's the way the schedule sets up. Then back to Fayetteville for Colorado State. Then San Jose State in Fayetteville. And then you travel to Arlington to play Texas A&M. Nothing too crazy there. Then you have a bye week. So the bye week comes literally in the middle of the season, so which could bode well pretty good for Arkansas. We'll see. But then you travel to Kentucky. Wow. Then Auburn. Then at Alabama. Then Mississippi State at Fayetteville, in Fayetteville. Then Western Kentucky in Fayetteville. Then at LSU. And then closing out the season at War Memorial Stadium. In Little Rock against Missouri. I don't even know how this schedule has... Listen, I get that they were supposed to play Michigan at home this year. I, I get that, totally. But this is... I mentioned all the home games. Folks, Arkansas and every SEC team is scheduled to play four SEC home games. Four home games, four road games. It's how it's set up. Well, two of Arkansas's SEC home games are not even in Fayetteville. One is in Dallas against A&M, and the other one's in Little Rock against Missouri. So you have Mississippi State and Auburn as your lone Fayetteville SEC games in 2019. That's it. And you don't even have a good non-conference team to back it up with because you're playing Portland State, Colorado State, San Jose State, all the states, and then Western Kentucky. That is disgusting. I I, I get that's the schedule. That's the that's what you got to do. That's what you got to work with. But that home schedule is atrocious. That is the worst schedule, worst group of games in Fayetteville I've ever seen in a single season. Like the only thing that you have is Auburn's going to be good. And when I mean good, they're probably going to be a top 20 team. They're going to be losing a lot of pieces from this year, and they'll still be a good team. But Mississippi State, 
there's no guarantee that they're going to be good. And it's still Mississippi State. So even a good Mississippi State team isn't going to get you anything. And then that's it. You have a bunch of directional schools after that. That is terrible. I mean, it just, I feel bad for Razorback fans. Now, if you want to look at it from the competitive side, this schedule might even be easier next season than it was this season. Because let's be honest, folks, it doesn't matter where you play Alabama, you're going to lose to them, so might as well play them on the road if it gets you an extra home game. And you're not going to beat LSU on the road. But playing Ole Miss on the road by that point, yeah, that might be pretty good. Playing at Kentucky? Yeah, you'll take that. Missouri and Little Rock? Sure. So there's your silver lining is that Chad Morris gets a pretty easy schedule in his first two seasons. Now, this year, it's not going to matter because if you go 1-11 or 2-10, then having an easy schedule, that's just adding insult to injury. But next season, maybe, if they find ways to get turned around and find ways to have some good positive mojo going into the end of this season, going into next season, trying to guide some momentum, then maybe, just maybe, it could be a pretty decent year. Getting back to a bowl game, maybe. We'll have to see how the recruiting shapes up. We'll have to see what they do the rest of this year. But either way, if I'm a home season ticket holder for Razorback football, and that's the schedule, that's the slate, if I'm getting one of these brand-new north end zone seats that's costing me tens of thousands of dollars, and I'm sitting, whatever it is, and that's my list of games that I get at home, I'm triggered. I'm pissed. There should be a discount on all of these games. On season tickets for 2019, Hunter check. I know you're listening to this podcast. There needs to be a discount for this disgusting display of a schedule. No one's really at fault for this because it's just the way it's set up. But holy crap, you, something's got to happen. Have a concert at one of these or something. Man alive. But... It is what it is, so Arkansas has got to deal with it, but just a terrible home schedule. I'm sorry for all you season ticket holders. I really am. I really am. So hopefully you don't have to deal with that for very much longer. Hey, I know that all of you guys have been asking me about FanDuel and how I've been able to make so much money on it because it's really easy. It, it really is. They have something for everybody over there. So many different games and so many different challenges for you to participate in, even if you're not a fantasy football. So if you're not believing me, how's this sound? They're doing a free $250,000 Survivor contest this year. It's the biggest free Survivor contest ever. And all you do is you pick one team to win each week. My experience at FanDuel has been great. I've been winning some money. Uh, I've been See, because I'm a gamer. And if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I love Fortnite and I love video games and all that. So if you love games and you love football and you love winning and you love money... Hey, what what other place can you possibly go to? Head over to FanDuel. They're going to get you set up. To get into that free $250,000 Survivor Contest, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Plus, new users get a $20 bonus when they make their first deposit on FanDuel. So come play with me and win some money over at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.
All right, moving on into the final segment of the podcast, we're going to get to one of your voicemails, and this is coming from Wally, and here's what Wally had to say. John, it's your old friend Wally. Hey, just a few comments on Chaz Morris. You know, a lot of people want to say Chad's a bad coach, and a lot of other people want to say, well, we just don't have the talent. You know, the two aren't mutually exclusive. You can have really bad talent, and a really bad coach. You combine both of those things, you're going to see historically bad football. And surprise, surprise, that's what we could be looking at, a potential one for, but I'm holding out hope for Tulsa. So just because you want to make one side of the argument or the other on why the product we're seeing is so bad, neither excludes the other, and both could be correct. And, hey, Razorback fans, rejoice. The 2019 schedule just got released. And besides only two SEC games at that beautiful new stadium we have, get ready for Colorado State, San Jose State, hold your horses, Western Kentucky, and Portland State to kick off the season. It will be the nicest mausoleum west of the Mississippi. Sad trombone. Well, appreciate the voicemail, Wally. Uh, I get what you're saying, and I like the uh, like the sarcasm and everything. Um, but you know, I, I think that yes, it can be mutually exclusive. You can have a situation where Chad Morris can be criti- criticized for his decisions as a head coach right now, and I do believe it can be noted that there is a lack of talent on this team. I think they can both be right. It's just a matter of what's more right. Where does it really go? Because here's the thing. If you lean more towards Chad Morris not being good, then it's never going to get better. Not, never going to get better than this. But if you lean more towards the players just not having the talent, not having the heart, not having the leadership, then that can be fixed here in the next couple of seasons. And so you, you have to be careful of which side you're leaning on. And I think that both sides can be right. Because I think that even there's been decisions that I've questioned of Chad Morris. I still think he's a good coach. I still think he can do a good job at Arkansas. Because, let's be honest, I mean, not every coach is perfect and not every coach is going to, especially with this terrible situation he's had to inherit, um, he's trying to do the best he can. But he guy's always been a winner everywhere he's been. You're going to say, well, bring up the SMU. He only won one game one season at SMU. He took over SMU. In three seasons, he had him really rolling as much as you can at SMU. And at Clemson, he turned everything around. I mean, the guy, he, he's won pretty much at everywhere he's been. He's been successful at everywhere he's been. So there's where I also have hope, is that he took over an SMU program that was in shambles, and by the time he left, he was in a much better situation. And at Arkansas, you're hoping for the same thing. Now, going 7-5 and five in year three isn't going to make anybody get pumped, but if it shows true direction and true trending up and the recruiting classes pick up, then everything changes and it gets everybody a little more excited. But uh, as of right now, you can be critical of both sides. And I think you're fair and right to do so. But we're just going to have to wait and see. And that schedule, yeah, that schedule sucks, man. That schedule just blows. (laughs) I got to go and cover these games, man. Maybe uh, out hanging out in the tailgating spot instead. Portland State, Colorado State, San Jose State. Western Kentucky, you know, go tops and all that, but... They not they should have fit in another directional school with state in it. That would have been the whole uh, not trifecta, quadfecta, whatever it's called. I don't know. I'm done with this. That schedule sucks though. But appreciate everybody listening into the podcast today. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. Also, get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you have. Also, leave a voicemail.
the number is very simple. It's 682-747-3969. Or you can just use it this way. 682-74-ROWDY. Leave a voicemail that way and we'll get them played back on the podcast. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great night, everybody. We will see you then. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 